Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. We're back again. Episode four. We are here with co-host Kayla, as always. What's up, everyone? And we got our third co-host, Aaron Jackson. What's up? What's up? You said we're 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 back in the way you said it, and especially now that I'm back, I gotta say, tell a friend. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> I I've enjoyed this a lot. Um, I didn't get it. Guess who's back? back. Oh, okay, back. Okay, okay, okay. There we go. I get Come it. on, Kayla. <laughs> okay. it's, it's from your time. It took, it took me a second. We're, we're more cultured than you. Come on. Just yeah, <laughs> Kayla's, a little bit. Kayla's uncultured. It took me a minute to be like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So by the time this releases, hopefully, I've been trying to do every Friday. I've had a couple issues, but we're working on it. Getting there. Uh, a couple days away from New Year's. So, I mean, New Year, same old fucking me, not new me. So, I mean, do you have any plans for New Year's, Aaron? Uh, I mean, usually I just watch the ball drop on TV with my parents, but kind of want to change it up this year, and I'll probably okay. end up doing something a little bit uh, different. But, uh, yeah, I mean, besides that, no, I mean, I've got some basketball I'm doing this week, and, yeah, we're just going to vibe. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, me and Kayla, I think uh, we have a couple different options, but... Uh, I don't know. We haven't figured it out yet. Oh, fuck. I missed. (laughs) (laughs) Someone will get it. Maybe, buddy. I threw a a treat at Moose because he's starting to whine. (laughs) Give it to Kayla. Target has been hit. (laughs) That's what Israel said. God damn it. Oh, my God. Not, oh. In their case, they've missed a lot of fucking targets if we're being real. <laughs> Fuck. The accuracy is phenomenal with them. So is mine. I hit him accuracy. directly on the back. It bounced no. off of him and then hit the ground. And no. obviously, was well aware. I was going to say, obviously, you know, since you guys did the last one, I know you guys talked, talked a lot about Christmas. We had Christmas and stuff, you know. And, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's obviously, we, it's been raining a lot out here the last couple of days, but, mm-hmm. you know, Christmas was pretty nice. The weather was good. And, it it yeah. wasn't bad for this year. Um, I feel like it usually doesn't really, it doesn't really rain on Christmas. Yeah. Which is strange because, like, the, the weeks leading up to it and then the weeks after, it's like, pouring it's like poseidon's like taking a piss on us yeah and like this weekend it's supposed to be raining again yeah literally right now i just walked out and just it's just fucking raining so bad it's like starting to flood out there it's fucking crazy i i, I gotta post the pictures but uh you know obviously you, you guys know and I, I i wasn't able to show the full santa mobile to you guys oh, um, yeah. but uh I, I went around and made 16 stops on christmas eve holy shit everywhere from as far north i live in lincoln so as far north as olivehurst to as far south as orangevale it was oh. a drive but oh i mean it was, it was fun i literally got up at six in the morning left my house at seven got back at like 1 32 o'clock it was it was a day, but uh, it's fun. You know, I enjoy doing it. Hey man, that's crazy. Uh, we I mean, literally haven't even done, like I would say, ninety percent of our Christmas shopping yet. Yeah, we <laughs> well, because his family's in Mexico and my family lives pretty far away, so yeah, it's just, it'll be a while before we see everyone. So yeah, we're, we're just, just gonna do of, immediate friends and then just you know everyone around 
it's a good thing you have that fucking gas saver of a car, dude, because doing that drive would... Dude, when I tell you how much fucking driving I've done the last week, all right, so so get this. So we're recording this on a Wednesday. Last Thursday, went all the way down to San Jose and back. Holy that shit. was for a Sharks game. So I did all that. Um, Friday, uh, I, I went to your part. You had a party here. Besides that, I think I had to go, do, you know, finish up some shopping or whatever in, like, uh-huh. Roseville. So I'd do a little bit of driving, not too much. Um Saturday wasn't bad. I worked at Top Golf, came back. Uh, Christmas Eve did all that driving, so that was like a hundred miles, if not more, doing all that shit. Oh my and God. then Christmas, and then um, I'm gonna be going down to a Niners game soon. I've been doing a shit ton of fucking driving recently, dude. <laughs> at, at this point, get your fucking CDL license and just become a truck driver, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Enjoy, it's not like I enjoy driving. It's just I, I guess I don't mind it. But yeah, plus yesterday I went down to Natomas and Sac to have fucking Korean barbecues. So okay. it's just a shit ton of driving. Dude, oh but my God. yeah, I, I don't know. It's like I just get used to it after a while. However, I will say it's about some foggy ass conditions too, oh, which yeah. don't make it any easier for sure. It, it's been really shitty. What do you? listen to when when you're on those long ass drives i think it just depends like it's funny because uh, I, I listen to a lot of rock and roll which like obviously that would keep you pumped up yeah. but sometimes like i'm not in the mood for that and if i'm on a chill drive i almost prefer listening to more chill stuff like cold play or whatever okay. but at the same time it's like i don't want to become drowsy right <laughs> <laughs> or like become like you know fucking sleepy so i i kind of force myself to still listen to more hardcore stuff but then i have other people in the car it's like oh i can't listen to you know fucking screaming metal i have to you know listen to right. some you know moderate stuff here so you know, we'll just bang whatever you know is we're vibing with at the time aaron's but, raging yeah. down the fucking highway just dude i had to white knuckle myself about driving back from san jose <laughs> bro but yeah dude it was it was crazy and then you know i've uh, fuck dude i, I worked had to work today at Top golf, bro. Let me just say, man, uh, there are so many. Uh, anybody who works in the service industry knows this. There are some fucking idiots out there, man. Yep. They're just people that have yep. absolutely no understanding. Oh, why do I have to wait two and a half, three hours? Maybe because you didn't make a reservation. Oh, well, why be compensated because uh, I had to wait and we might not be able to make it to our bay? No, because we have to compensate 40 other people in front of you. Oh, well, I was told this. No, you weren't. I was told this. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Anybody God. in the service industry, I bet you are relating with that, and I am glad to be your voice. I never worked in the service. Well, I worked in the service industry for probably about a month and a half <laughs> when I was 18. Just like literally, I was fresh out of high school and I got hired at Subway. I made it a month and a half before. Fucking lucky you. They basically let me go. The biggest problem is, like, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of people that just don't know how to do their fucking jobs, but their problem is there's just so many people that think they're so fucking special and think that they're just, yeah. like, gods. It's just unbelievable. Dude, let me tell you a situation I had. It, it's, I fucking hate Sun City Lincoln, dude. <laughs> I, I hate it. We, there are some questionable people that live there, and I'm not just saying that because they're fucking senile. I cannot control the fucking leaves, fucking people. <laughs> I, 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 I had a situation on, where they think they no, yeah, they think you have to be uh, yeah, honestly, first. they think that you're God, and you can just like control the wind and just force power so my, <laughs> leaves my, out of the way my situation is so I, I do landscaping i'm a landscaper i'm a typical walking fucking beaner stereotype <laughs> um and one of the neighbors had leaves coming onto our side so what do you do in that situation you're not paying me to pick up your fucking leaves there's so many fucking leaves coming onto my client's fucking house what do i do blow them back and then he gets pissed 
He's like, what are you doing? Those are your leaves. And I'm like, look at the shape of the leaf and look at the shape of the leaves on your tree. Do they match? And he's like, no, those don't count. They're not on my property. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what are you talking about? I, I can't control that. I'm blowing them back. If you want us to pick it up, fucking just pay us and we'll do it. And he's like, well, I'm going to talk to your client, this and this and that. Bro. And I'm like, and it's it's not just him, <laughs> We're like, dude. go talk to this dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the cli- my client came out and she was like, she's like, what's the issue? And he's like, you need to fire them. And she's like, oh my god! I think you need to mind your own business and, the, the, and go home. The problem home. is that there are so many people. Like, and I, I again, there are some really witty and like really smart old people out there too. So yeah. I don't want to like you know be an ageist kind of person at all. But there are some people that literally have just gone to the point where they're like at their end days where they just like they they hate their life, so they have to project their hatred on everybody else too. Dude, I shit you not. He sits at his window every time we come over to service this house. He sits at his window and he stares at us. Just to make sure we're not blowing leaves into his fucking place, or he'll get up and come out and start recording us. And I'm like, Eric's like, read your newspaper, eat your oatmeal, and go to bed. <laughs> oh my god, yes, fucking old people in the newspaper, and that, and the mail. The mail, they'll ask me, hey, did the mail come by? I'm like, I'm not a fucking postman. Like, what, what do you want me to do? Sit here and fucking stare at your mailbox? I will say a stereotype for, for some old people out there is, like, they, they just sit and do crosswords. I'm not going to lie. I've gotten into some crosswords recently. <laughs> I'm just, like, I, I've really liked it just because it, it really keeps your brain stimulated. And I just do, like, a miniature one each day. And, oh, no, I love know, crosswords. Yeah. I do crosswords all the time. I do, but crosswords I also, Sudoku, man. Yeah, they're so good for the brain. I also did work with, I mean, that... I do know about working with old people. That's what I did do for quite a bit of time. Um, but usually they had dementia, so it was a lot different. So, like... <laughs> I think that's all that... Well, yeah, I mean, a I lot usually, of... Like, honestly, I worked either <sighs> in sakes. the Alzheimer's dementia unit, and I did, like, everything kind of mainly by myself. And... Or I did, like, med tech, where I just kind of basically gave out medication and talked to th- but I do know that every time I would try to do like my med tech rounds ev- like every single old person would want to talk for the longest time about the oh, most yeah. meaningless shit like they were like can we can you fix my tv for like 20 minutes and I'm like no I have to give out medication to the other yeah. 300 people who live here yeah no no I, I get that because they'll they'll be like hey can you come inside and like fix this and I'm like I'm a landscaper I'm not a handyman like I'm sorry like I'm not gonna go inside of your home and like fix a fucking light bulb or like do and whatever like 90% the of the time they can fix it themselves oh, they just yeah, want yeah. somebody to talk to yeah they just and, want to talk your ear off the entire yeah. time you're there which in a way is kind of sad right no they, it is they don't it have, is you know, it's insane there. Yeah. it is especially when it's at like a, a nursing home or an old folks home like it's just kind of sad because it's like they don't have anyone else and like, as much as, like, events, like, we try to, like, you know, schedule for them, it's, like, it was kind of sad, like, the entire time. Oh, my God. Can we take him out? <laughs> Not like that. I don't mean, like, can, can we kill him? <laughs> and just take him out here. He'll probably what? come lay down. Yeah, yeah that, that's a fucking article right there. Podcast host, Podcast host. advocates for killing his dog. <laughs> no, 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 no. We love these Enemy dogs. Enemy of America. <laughs> no, we love these dogs. We were going to post them. 
soon on the oh, on the main um, pages. on the main pages, especially on the the Instagram. I was gonna say, I, I know that you guys have a Reddit. How's the Reddit been 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 going? No one. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people use Reddit. I, yeah, I'm like, I'm thinking less and less we people have, actually have Reddit because <laughs> we have one person that like goes and upvotes everything, but I don't know who that is. It's not me. I'm gonna start a Facebook one though. Too. I feel like like I don't know why, but I feel like a lot of people go on Reddit just for like kinky shit. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> go on there for porn. The free the free OnlyFans. I did not even know. You nasty motherfuckers. <laughs> 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 no, oh, fucking. It's been a weird time. It, it it doesn't feel like Christmas, you know. It, I'll tell you what. Like it came up so quick this year because usually, like me and my family do a couple things for Christmas. We do like a couple of um, traditions. So we still were able to go play mini golf and uh, go grab a bite on Christmas Eve night, which was cool. Didn't go where we usually would, but um, we usually have a couple nights where we'll go look at lights. And uh-huh. usually I'll have a night where I'll look at lights with friends, but like everything just kind of ran into each other this year and it just kind of came up so quick. Um, and it just feels like, man, that like even New Year's is coming up really quick as well. Like time's flying by, but, um, you know, I mean, I, it, it's still allowed, you know, I've still been fortunate to have some time to do stuff with friends and family, obviously like you guys and stuff, you know, yeah. go to some parties and all whatnot, but yeah. Yeah. Congratulations on winning the Jeopardy game. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You, you, you. I am the Jeffrey one. I, I absolutely yeah. pwned that. You I, fucking yeah, killed you dominated. It, dude. That. I got to say, the Christmas songs category, that was fun. That was great. I, I even, I, I got to say, I even outbeat the professor in yeah. the game. Oh, the yeah. yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah we, had a, we had a challenge of the the question and <laughs> I still lost. I like the whole <laughs> setup because you did hand make the whole Jeopardy game. But you didn't have to. We we could have like set it up on like digitally. And- I know, like we have a giant TV in here and um a switch and fucking two computers and, and a you goddamn just decided fucking, to go with cardboard and yeah fucking- and the, and the um the uh, what is it the iPad? It's not an iPad. A uh, tablet, tablet, Galaxy tablet, it's yeah. a Galaxy thing. I was so proud that I remembered uh, uh, w- w- uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Like, I was literally in my head for, like, I just could not get the words out for the longest time. That I knew was going to be the only white people were going to get that. Well, it's like you basically <laughs> have to. I was to, like, the Mexicans are never going to get mean, this one. I mean, I don't think Sorry. a lot of people are going on, on NBC on Christmas night to go watch something. <laughs> I feel like I, I mean, I've seen A Wonderful Life. I feel like every every white person has heard, like, at least the storyline. Of it's a wonderful life. Like even if you haven't seen it, like you know what it's about. Um, I don't. Yeah, you're not white. <laughs> I got stuck on a team with blue collar workers, and they didn't know shit about it. Yeah, you you guys were the the blue collar team. We were dualing. I, I gotta say, I know obviously this isn't what the podcast is about, but um, speaking of just looking at watching stuff on Christmas, um, I, I was trying to watch the 49ers uh, Monday Night Football game on on uh, it was on ABC because ESPN had um, uh, a basketball game that was being played, mm-hmm. and they had it blocked out because I have Direct TV, and yeah. I really feel like that. Um, it, it, I feel so bad for anybody who's got even just satellite TV nowadays. Cable's not as bad, but like satellite TV because you have all these big you know companies that are trying to make all these deals with these like. Satellite satellite networks or other networks and, and the thing is it makes it so hard for those other companies because there's so many streaming services now that they do deals with and i feel like they're really just trying to push so many people into just streaming now which like, oh, i'm yeah. not saying yeah. it's a bad and they thing are, but and like it's just bad that it's being forced it is kind people. of a bad thing because okay back in the day when streaming first came out like i remember this i remember fucking damn netflix when it was still a goddamn like you would 
send in the paper DVDs. Like, I remember this shit. I remember shit. that, yeah. Okay, like, this was, yeah. Okay, so it became all the streaming stuff, and it was cheaper. Like, honestly, it was. It was cheaper to just get, like, one streaming site and just watch some shit on streaming. It just was just way better, especially when it was just Hulu and, like, Netflix. It was just, like, you had those two, and... Honestly, you could watch basically everything, and you didn't really have to worry about the things that you couldn't watch. You were like, fuck it, I'll just wait, you know, or just not watch it. Like, it's not that important. But nowadays, it's like there's fucking 20 different streaming services, and they're all like 15, 20 bucks, and then they want you to pay like 30 bucks for it without ads, and it's just like, who... Who has that kind of money at this point? Yeah, and like some aren't horrible deals. It's just, you know, for people that aren't, you know, as familiar with using stuff like that or whatever, you know, or they don't want to go just purely to streaming. And I just feel like it's bad that that's now become like the only option. Um, Like, I wouldn't be surprised if someday Netflix makes a deal with all these TVs and Netflix just takes over the king of the world when it comes to programming. Because it just seems like they keep just growing more and more. I could definitely see Disney Plus doing this first, though. Yeah, I could see that too. Yeah, Yeah, I I feel like it. Because they already own like Century 21, they're already taking over, like, everything. Yeah, they, so, they're dominating the whole fucking market right now. They own Marvel, they own fucking Star Wars, they own everything now. But yeah. they don't own DC. I'm looking forward to seeing Aquaman. I want to see Aquaman really bad. I don't uh, know. I still have the the newest Batman with the Robert Pattinson dude saved I, I on the say, damn Netflix, and this. I still I still haven't watched it because I'm like it's it's good. I I like it. I, it was it, I don't I think he did a pretty good job. It's definitely a different kind of Batman for sure. I did not hate it. I I first off he's not as good but as Christian are, okay, Bale. He's exactly. not as good as Christian I was like, Bale. are you a big Batman person? Because yes, I've seen almost every yeah. single Batman. He, I, I'd say this to he, this point. He's not better than Christian Bale, and he's not better than the than. The, the old first, Michael Keaton one? Yeah, Michael Keaton. I love but I the old think, Michael I, I think that he's better than a couple others out there. I think Pattinson does a really good job. It makes it almost even more of a darker character, which I kind of like about I it. I love, honestly, like, I love all the way back to, like, the Adam West days yeah. of of Batman. Like, I, I go that far. Like, I have loved Batman for, like, ever. Like, that has always been my favorite superhero, I like, mean, hands down. I don't think anybody will ever do it more, more better than Christian Bale. First of all, Christian Bale is like one of my favorite actors, but I don't don't think anybody's ever going to do it better than him. No, but. that 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 little trilogy was probably one of the best um, versions of Batman, especially in modern day. I remember, like, because I love the old Michael Keaton ones, um, and I love the Tim Burton ones. Like, they're like, yeah. I mean, first of all, I love Tim Burton like anything. But then, like, combined with, like, my favorite superhero of all time, like, that was, like, probably the best ones in my opinion. But then, but that's just because of nostalgia probably. But then if you look at, like, the way it was actually done in the storyline, the Christian Bale trilogy was just fucking amazing. Yeah. So I'm a bit of a psychopath. I actually watched them in reverse. (laughs) I watched Dark Knight Rises, then Dark Knight, then Batman Begins, and then I went back and watched them in order. But Mm. uh, no, um, yeah, you know, uh, there's been some decent movies uh, even recently. Like I watched Wonka. It's more of like a musical kind of version of it, but I thought it was actually done really well, the new Wonka. Um, I love musical. Well, the old one's a musical. The original's a musical. You mentioned Disney. You know, uh, there's like Pixar. I, I grew up on some amazing 
Pixar movies. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. I think I, I would say my favorite's probably Toy Story, Monsters, Inc., Finding Nemo, and Cars. I think those are probably my top four. Oh, God, if we're ranking. Oh, man, <sighs> we're ranking. Um, shit. I think it probably has to go Toy Story 1 is my favorite Pixar movie of all time. And then. What did you do? Top four? Top five. I did four, but I'll do an honorable. Well, n- number five, I'd go Incredibles. Okay, top five. Um, I'd have to look. I can't remember all Pixar movies. I'd, I'd probably go Cars number one, and then I'd probably go I'd, Toy Story one. Then I'd probably go Monsters Inc. Then I'd probably go Finding Nemo. Ah, man, I, I like Bugs Life too, though. I'd probably go Incre- Incredibles, Bugs Life with the honorable mention. But yeah, there's some good ones, man. There's some really good ones out there. Man, I mean, there's there's been a lot of good ones recently. Uh, yeah, they keep releasing shit, too. That's <sighs> crazy. Uh, oh, Up. I, yeah, uh, Up is amazing, I too. think I got to go with Up for my number one. And then... no, oh, I can't well, choose Up because it makes me fucking cry every time. <laughs> you know... Sad. I literally can't make it through like, that movie. I'll tell you what. Me. You know you know which one like is actually really accurate with like society in a way nowadays? Uh-huh. Wally. Wally. I was gonna say yeah. that. I was gonna say in no particular order, it'd have to be Wally, um Up, up and then Soul. Ooh, okay. I I love Soul. I did watch it on Mushrooms and it is so <laughs> fucking crazy, dude. It it gives you like a whole different perspective of, of life. Um Monsters Inc. So that's what four. Yeah. And then Cars. Yeah. Okay, now for me, definitely my top four or five would have to be um and this is in order uh <laughs> number one of all time is toy story one because i've i that i have deep ties to that movie. i respect it and then second is gonna have to be wally and then um after wally it goes finding nemo okay. ratatouille Oh, okay. And, and then Coco. Because I, okay. I don't know. I have, because I, I can watch Coco. When I first watched Coco, I feel like I, like, had so, like, much, like, the animation in it, uh-huh. the colors in it, everything just, like, made, like, it was, like, soul for me, but it was the very first one I watched like that. It was, you it was written I mean? really well, and, I mean, the whole, like, outlook on the, um, Mexican culture of Day of the Dead, it was done really well. I mean, it even taught me a little bit more about my own culture, which you're like, what the fuck? But it was it was really good. I loved everything about that movie. So, just and the there. music in that movie is just amazing too. Hmm. Like I love the music in it. And then Ratatouille is like, it's just the, I don't know. The whole concept was funny, but it was so like real in a way and then the yeah. the connection yeah it was very unique so i really like yeah that well one if too. you really look at like and take the concept of what ratatouille is you know it, it goes into the well spoiler for whoever hasn't watched it at the end the guy he gets made his favorite dish cooked by that his mother used to uh cook for him you know and i never connected it and i watched a theory on it on uh tiktok it came up and it and it connected how Ratatouille used to live in his in his mom's house, you know, and that's why when he tasted the the Ratatouille, and like the whole like scene like fucking did the zoom out, and went into his memory. It's because his mom cooked it 
that same way that rat the the that the rat made it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot his name. What's his name? Uh, uh, Remy. Remy. So he made it the exact same way his his mom made it. So that's why like it brought all those memories back to him. Well, there's something in common that we had with all of our movies is we had a certain movie I think in the top five all of us Finding Nemo, and that kind of gets into what I think you at least. The, oh, the 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 water yeah, the, the, what you want to talk of, of what we're getting <laughs> of what we're talking about today yeah. yeah it all leads back to the ocean it, it, it does just like the pipes all <laughs> pipes lead to the ocean, lead to the ocean. <laughs> yeah which is what we're gonna talk about because <laughs> I love how we, our intros are like we're gonna do a quick intro not a quick intro like thirty minutes <laughs> thirty later. fucking minutes we are talking about the oceans today everybody so I I had a couple requests on it. And I just figured, why, why not? Why not end the year? Uh, talking about one of the largest. Hey, we're minus what we were basically reined in as a fucking ocean. We're, yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're about to flood here with this fucking rain. So I mean, very we're about topical. to get some fucking sharks to swim right up to here. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was definitely gonna. We're. Um, I did want to talk about because um, I have thalassophobia, like really bad, and I I didn't know I had thalassophobia. This bad, which for everybody listening, if you don't know what thalassophobia is, it's the fear of dark and deep uh, parts of the water, just knowing that there's something under under the water that you don't know is there. Like you're kind of your your brain is tricking you into thinking that there's something under there, which I mean, we might have, but we don't know. And it 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 fucked with me. The the, the only reason I even know this is because. Um, we went to Tahoe, I want to say two, three years ago. We went to Kings Beach, and we were swimming out in the lake. And I, I always wear my life jacket because I, I can't swim for shit. I I might be part black, I don't know. But I cannot <laughs> swim for fucking shit. And we, it was Kayla and Jackie and I, and they were like, oh, you know, coming back to Nemo, coming back to Nemo, um, you know how they, they dare each other to go touch the touch the butt? Yeah. The butt, the butt, the boat. Um, I don't know if Kayla said it or Jackie said it, and they're like, "Let's go touch the butt of a boat," because there was a boats out in the uh what? They weren't too far away. Yeah, I said it. They were all like um kind of out, so you, you could kind of walk in and swim to them. They were rented boats, so you could basically rent it and then like swim or walk out to your boat because most of it was like walking. But then it was like a halfway point. Yeah, like there. It start like you could walk most of the way, like it was flat, like basically, and it was about waist deep, like a couple hundred feet out, like you could walk. Yeah. And it was still waist deep, like it didn't get any deeper. It was just steady, like you could just keep walking out. And then. But I don't know where there was like a there was like a drop. Yeah. Like a sudden drop. It went like basically I, like uh not a. 90 degree but it was it was pretty steep it, it was, was like a 70 though. degree angle like it went pretty steep but jackie so was all of a sudden like, you were walking ways deep and then you took one two three four steps and then you were neck deep <laughs> yeah and i think jackie was like holy shit like it's a it's a like cut a off drop, yeah. but at that point i was already like swimming so i didn't feel none of that and i blocked it out mentally and we were just swimming we, we swam all the way to the boat we touched it and then we were like well, what now? What do we do? We're like, well, let's just swim back. Yeah, we just said, turn around, swim back. And then, as soon as I turned around and I looked at shore, I shit you not, I, I had a panic attack at that point. I've never induced a panic attack 
like this. Yeah, and we were probably I, I we didn't weren't hit a even panic that, attack from you just talking about. We it. weren't even that far out. We were probably like three hundred and fifty, like four hundred feet ish. I like, had that ratatouille fucking zoom out scene right there, like <laughs> yeah. at that moment. I was like, holy. Fuck. He just left his body completely. I was like, and we you are could fucked. see it because like his eyes like went vacant. <laughs> Eric's like Gary. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was just like, holy fuck, dude, we are way out here. And, like, I, I couldn't look down or anywhere around me. I just focused straight at fucking shore because I knew if I looked down or anywhere around me, uh, I, I would I'd fucking freeze. Yeah, and he yeah. did at one point, I think. It was, like, once we were actually, it was funny because the drop-off, like, wasn't that far from the boat. So he only had to make it. To, to the drop off, and then he could have just walked the rest I of the it. way. I, I, I but right before the the drop off ended, he ended up looking down, and he just froze, and he f- completely started flipping out, and started thrashing around, and like, no, fr- no, yes, I, I you did. did. No, yes, you did. And me, <laughs> me and Jackie straight up grabbed him by his life jacket or the floaty or whatever he, we were on. I remember. I don't remember. It was either. I think a we had a donut, and it was yeah. like halfway inflated. Fucking yeah, it was either it was donut. either a floaty or his life jacket. But like we grabbed onto it, and we were just like, just stay still, and we just dragged him. Like it was like literally like thirty feet at that point to the, the end of the drop off. Even then, dude. Like even when we got to that point where you could walk, I, I didn't put my yeah, feet down. He at didn't all. want to put his feet down. He just wanted to like stay on the floaty. And even now, my fucking hands are sweating, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, well, fuck. So, so I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I feel I'm, bad laughing, but I don't have any fear <sighs> of the water, like mm-hmm. whatsoever. I've been around water since I was just a baby. So, like so, we've gone rafting. Like when I was like eight years old in like level four rapids and like I was like like screaming like yaying like yeah. it was white people uh, shit yeah. right there <laughs> I feel like, I, I, like I feel like it could be fun for sure um, but like the, the thing is I, I'm kind of the same way with you Eric because I I'm very a, a very mediocre swimmer like I I can swim like across a swimming pool mm. but like I I can't. I can't do it. Like, I, I I can't do it past that. Like, you put me in a body of water like that where I don't have a rail or I don't have a wall to hang on to, yeah. I'd feel the same way. I'd be panicking my ass off because, like, I can barely float. Like, just keep myself afloat, right? Uh-huh. And so I feel the same way. And I think the thing that, you know, some people that don't have fear of the deep that they don't understand is, like, I think when you go underwater, I think a lot of people, you know, see water as, oh, it's blue and it's beautiful and you right. see all this coral and, like, the beautiful but ocean. You can't see. It, yeah, but, but the but thing is... Your one eyes underwater, it's blurry yeah, yeah, and it's see. dark it's and you can't see anything. Yeah. Like it's Especially just, a, it's just in like, darkness. Yeah. Like, and people people don't understand like that. Like you look underwater, it's just darkness. And um, a good example of this is actually, um, and I say this because I just edited a Route 66 video together with my parents. Um, me, when me and my parents were on a Route 66 trip back uh, a couple years ago, we went from LA to Chicago. And when we were in New Mexico, there's this one spot um, called the Blue Hole. And the Blue Hole. Is a place mm. where scuba divers go to to kind of scuba dive and get practice for that. Okay. And the temperature is the same year round. And I, I remember I recorded a video where I'm like, oh, okay, there's like th- different levels here because the depth of the blue hole is like 63 feet or something like that. And mm. so I'm looking, I'm like, oh, okay, there's here's one level where it's like, you know, four or five feet deep and I can see, oh, it looks clear. Oh, there's another level, it's like 10, 11 feet deep. And then it just goes down and you literally from, from the surface can just see darkness. And it's like, if you can oh. see it from the surface, you're not going to see shit when you're down there. And 
and and there's some there's some scary fucking stories, man, of of uh, of people that have gone really deep. And um, I actually just watched a video last night on this one page of this person who basically got a uh, nitrogen narcosis um, from going scuba diving so deep, and they didn't even mean to, and they essentially like had this sensation of being drunk before they died. And there was a, and there was a video of it and somebody somehow found the camera and they posted the fucking video. It's just, it's fucking chilling, man. You're going to have to send that to me. And then even if you come up too early, you can get, um, decompression sickness too, which also almost causes the same thing. And you essentially pass away. away. Um, but I also, another reason why I might not be afraid of like water, water, like you guys are like, because you guys talking about this, I'm just like you're like that's normal. Well, that's yeah, like- well, because my dad growing up, he would always tell us stories. Because when my dad was younger, around like 19 to like 25, 26 ish, uh-huh. he used to go up in these um, the mountains up here in California. Okay, and sure. they used to go deep, um, deep diving. Um, they would. It's called deep. Uh, it's called dredging and they would deep dive and they mm. would go into the sides of the mountain in like pitch black water Fuck no. and th- in these rivers and they would have like flashlights like divers like flashlights on their helmets like miners helmets basically and they would like carve into the side of these mountains underwater and find chunks of gold. Okay. So that's another thing that's so scary too, though. There's some people that like will like walk across ice or whatever, and then all of a sudden it just breaks, breaks. and then they have no way of getting out because it's just fucking the, the solid current. above them. Dude, yeah. there's nothing that's more scarier. Well, that's just so fucking scary. And my dad would tell me stories about how like friends of his would um, like they got caught in the current and it's dark and then they would get injured and once you get injured down there now you can't climb back out so now you have to have your friends go get help because there's no way to call for help down there especially during that time because it was like uh, the 90s you know what I mean so there wasn't like cell phones to like call for help so you had to like have a friend climb up the side of a mountain go to a call box Call 911, they would have to have forced rescue come out with yeah. a fucking oh. literal helicopter and have people airlifted out of these canyons. Well, and just nope. think about this, right? So, like, even if you have a cell phone nowadays and you have to call to get help right away, if you're stuck down in the water, I mean, even if you're good at holding your breath, that gives you, what, two and a half minutes maybe? And well, then after they, that, you're essentially, like, unconscious. They I mean, usually just... had, like, scuba, like, gear. Okay, like, they were, okay. like, they had oh, diving, okay, like, okay. actually. Diving gear. gear. Okay. Like they yeah. weren't like out there just like free diving. <laughs> just just holding their <laughs> like See, that would be crazy. This is why, but like, no, they did. They did. They had like actual diving gear. But even then, like he told me two instances of like cases where his friend, like one of them broke their leg and they had to get, they had to literally scale the side of the mountain, climb, call a call box, get him airlifted out because he was literally like stuck in the side, like stuck like on this mountain in this freezing cold water, like they're just like, you know, yeah. they can only hold him there until rescue gets there. But, you know, in that instance, like you're relying on your, 
your friends, your crewmates at that point. Like this is why, like, I'm so scared to even go on like on a boat. I actually, I, I don't even really fly. Like, I hate not being in control of my own life, basically. Yeah. Because, um, okay. like, I, I've seen videos of planes. I've had issues landing, and I know that there's like stats out there with boats and planes where it's like safer than driving and shit. I don't fucking care about those stats. Those <laughs> stats mean jack fucking shit to me. Um, like I, I've been on a boat before, going just across like the Seattle Harbor. Uh-huh. That and I was young, and even that was like enough for me. But dude, like you have these fucking huge ass cruise liners now that are carrying fucking thousands of oh, people, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's like if something goes wrong, bro. Because because I, I mean obviously I look, I've looked at a lot of the shit with the Titanic before, and I've watched you know some documentaries and films and stuff off that, and it's just scary. Not to mention all of the pollution that we're causing to our oceans and water with those big cruise ships too. But um yeah, it just it, it's some scary shit out there, man. Like especially when you consider the fact that like. Um, what we've only explored like 20% of the fucking ocean. There's still 80% to explore. We only know like 9% of the sea life that's out there and there's so much more out there and there's some really disgusting fish and creatures <laughs> that we do know about and just thinking about the ones that we don't even know about still that are way too deep to explore. I mean, there's some fucked up shit, man, out there when it comes to just stuff that we don't know about. Yeah, no, it definitely and I know I know I've been on definitely on a boat. I we went from uh New York. We were in New York and we went to the Statue of Liberty. But even then I I was center of the boat, so I didn't really like look out into the ocean. Oh not me. I'm on the edges. I'm like outside, like in the wind. Like No. It's I don't know. I can't do that shit. I, I I feel for everyone who is afraid of the water, like you guys. I just I'm I guess I'm here to represent the other half. The other half of the spectrum, like the people who are more like water people, because like my parents had us in water since we were like yeah. babies. Like I learned how to swim, like by when like four. Like I didn't. I, I was never got to learn. Really, yeah. I was out there, and to this day, like I'm a pretty good swimmer. Like you've seen me. Like I've literally swam with yeah, you. Like I know. So. That, going off of what you were saying, Aaron. Um, NASA was actually they they started exploring our oceans, but it, it's said to have said that they. Might have seen something or might have uh, come across something. There was an abrupt stop and they in just started, our ocean travel. They just started going and wanting to explore space instead yeah. and just wanting to get the fuck off of this well, planet, apparently. And they probably don't have the technology necessarily to go down super far because this is a stat that I saw earlier and it's just fucking wild when you think about it. You, you've seen obviously you probably I don't know if you've seen the Empire State Building up close yeah. like in New York I have but okay so you've seen it up close that's fucking huge it's right fucking massive dude you have to put 24 Empire State Buildings stacked on top of each other to get to the bottom of the sea yeah okay that's fucking insane I want to I want to bring up something though that I learned like yesterday um but there's this thing called water electrosis and what is that it basically it's where you take the hydrogen and the oxygen in the ocean like in the ocean like and you separate it and then you create jet propulsion and that is like they've already they know that these this is happening like they know that certain animals under the ocean do this but also like which makes sense because it's the same they this is the early stages of how they would do it in our atmosphere. It's the same exact, like, formula. It's the ex- exact same way that they jet, like, they make, 
like rockets in our own, like go through our own atmosphere and into space. So one of my things is, is if they could figure out how to sustain the pressure Mm -hmm. that deep, we know we can get down there. Like we could take literally a rocket submarine down to the bottom. Like we know how to do it, but we just need to figure out how to sustain that kind of pressure under the water. Cause that is one of our only things is we can't send down any like technological like machines or submarines like without them like imploding and well we have deep sea submarines yeah that have gone to some of the deepest levels of the Marianas Trench but still not down not, to the bottom. I was gonna say Marianas Trench isn't even the lowest you can yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. No. And it's it, yeah, there's, it's there's still not the deepest. Can go. There's still the Puerto so, Rican uh, yeah, trench. Yeah, there's the Puerto Rican trench. There's the Arctic trenches. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's lakes underneath underneath the, the Arctic water. ice or the um the, not the Arctic because the Arctic is just an ocean, but the Antarctic ice caps. There are literal. Deep sea oceans, there's, there's like lakes, caves there's, and, and, rivers. and stuff underneath that run underneath those ice caps that are still unexplored to this day. I don't know way, if you, I don't know if you've uh, seen that where it's like literally like but you it's see so water cold. run like like you see water running underwater like there's literal like separation of water. Oh. I don't know if you've ever seen any yeah, there, videos fucked. of that. There's there's an actual whole lake. It's underwater. I can't remember the name of the lake. I just uh, but, saw it. By the way, I, I just got to say, because Eric's like, I have part black in me. Obviously, I'm white, and I can't <laughs> swim. So to all my white brothers and sisters, I'm with you right out there as well, all right? <laughs> Eric's part black. I'm just the only person on this podcast brothers that can swim sisters. right now. <laughs> well, since it, if we do get flooded in, I'll save both of you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Legend, fox but, eggs. Uh, yeah, no, man. And I, the dogs, it's, apparently. It's just, no, they can swim. They could probably swim better than It's just guys. crazy because everybody, you know, has such fear. Well, not everybody, but, like, you know, there's a lot of people that have oh, such wow. fear of sharks um, because, you know, obviously, you know, they've oh, yeah, fucked no, up humans and all oh, from the movies or whatever and stuff like that. But, bro, there, I guarantee you there are creatures that, A, have way sharper teeth and, B, that are way more menacing and gross and probably would fucking do way worse shit oh, than yeah. sharks. No, definitely. And, and, and we don't even know who the fuck they are. Like, that's what's oh, fucking well, so scary. I would love to swim with sharks. I've seen like a ton of people swim with sharks, and I would love to do the experience one day. It's one of like the things I would like to do is go diving and swim with sharks. I think the craziest but, um, thing I've ever done with water is I petted a, pet a stingray. That's the closest. <laughs> that's the craziest. <laughs> you like, you're like I went to the aquarium. Yeah. They had the little yeah. pool. <laughs> I'm chilling. I, I chill. Uh, um, I mean, to put the ocean into perspective, I mean, because um, I did write a couple notes. So ocean life primarily is like 656 feet. That's about like where ocean life would be. Yeah, and then you get down to about 3,200 feet. And that's when like light is barely visible in the ocean. And then you go further down than that and it's complete like pitch black. Like, you cannot see a damn fucking thing. And in that kind of kinda makes sense, right? Because if you think about 3,200 feet in regards from ground level on land up to, up to the sky, like, uh-huh. that's probably where you start getting clouds and shit. Yeah. So it, you could see, obviously, everything there, but once you get above the clouds, you, get, you can't see yeah, anything. You can't see anything. Yeah. And, I mean, just looking down into the ocean and, like, seeing that, 
it's like you the type of creatures that are down there a lot of them are very translucent and they're they light up for some fucking reason. Do you well, want me gonna, to name some of the creatures down I, there? I was going to say, how the fuck do you even, they even see when they're fucking down there? Yeah. Well, and I don't know if it's like, you know how we, we adapt like our vision to like when we go outside and it's night Yeah. and our, our vision just kind of adapts to it. I'm wondering if like maybe they somehow have some kind of night vision. Or if it's just simply intuition? Well, a lot of these creatures have developed some sort of either bioluminescence or some sort of adaptations where they either can see in complete darkness, like mm-hmm. they're nocturnal, you know? Like, we have animals right now in our society, like uh, like owls and, like, cats, and a lot of mm-hmm. animals that can see... Perfectly well. Well, in a lot of them do. Dark. A lot of them do uh, sonar, um, sonar detection. Like I believe, I think our, our whales do that, where they have vibrant uh, type of like low hums, and they kind of connect with each other that way, so they know like what's what and what's where, and they'll echo off of uh, things around them. Um, but still, to know that there's animals in it, or ocean creatures down there. To know that they can see you, but you can't see them. Like, picturing that is just, like, so fucking weird and freaky. I, well, I, and, and the thing is... Well, there's they, they animals that can be. see you right now. Like, when you go outside at night, there's animals that can see you, and you can't see them. Well, and I was going to say, what the thing that's scary is, like, they might not interpret it that they, that you can't see them. So that when you get in their territory, they may view it as, like, oh, you invaded my territory. So they might, you know, that's the thing. They could attack them there, right? right? So, like, yeah, and the, the yeah. thing is also one of the reasons, um, like, for, um, like, deep-sea gigantism and stuff like that is food scarcity. Yeah. So, like... You got to think like there's not a there's probably not a lot of food options that deep down in the ocean because like you said most of sea life lives you know 3000 to like you know Above, up to the seafloor right. and i mean up to the sea up to the sea surface, surface. <laughs> seafloor well, um damn. yeah up to the sea surface and so if you think about, like, if most of their food is up there, then they don't have a lot of food options down there. So when food does enter their territory, they do have to make the most of it. Like, even if they don't see you as, like, encroaching, right. like, or as a predator, they do see you as food. food. <laughs> <laughs> well, so and, it's one well, or the other. Either they're defending themselves or... Or they're trying to eat you because they're just hungry. Thinking, what's so crazy about like some shipwrecks that you see is like, oh, oh my god, you're thinking, oh, well, they it wrecked and it's so far down. Uh, I mean, they're only probably like a, a thousand feet down, a couple maybe only like you know less than a couple thousand feet down there. Well, I think and you could, that's why we're still able to see some of them out there. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't even go super far fucking down. It, you know, I, it's it, it hits at some fucking surface and we're still able to fucking see it. Yeah, um, I do want to touch on. Uh, gigantism because i know kayla brought it up i want to define it real quick so for those of you that don't know it's basically um creatures that are under underwater that get so big and like huge they're like colossal they're like these giant creatures that are like even bigger than sperm whale or any fucking whale for that matter and they the thing is, I, I didn't understand why or how they even got that big because you're like, A, 
they're not eating very much except like dead carcass and like things that just float to the bottom of the fucking ocean. So you're like, well, you know, how do they even get that big? That's part of the reason why they get that big is because they can withstand not eating as much. So the less, the bigger you are and the slower you move, the less you have. Yeah. And I mean, it's not only due to uh, scarcity of food, but it's also cold water, uh, water pressure and just their their buoyancy in general and that's kind of what it gets into like this whole the the actual definition gets into like this whole scientific thing and i, I just don't want to get into it because it's it's too overcomplicated and i don't want to make it that complicated Dude, i just want to i'm know. just looking like a couple of like potential massive sea creatures right here and one is this one it's called a frilled shark this thing looks like the most fucking demon thing i've ever seen in my <laughs> life and then there's the japanese spider crab which yeah. looks oh, yeah. like looks there's... like the fucking walkers from star wars bro yeah. <laughs> those thing can get up to 12 um, feet in length. Yeah. So almost twice a, what a big, the biggest human is, they're fucking they're that huge. big. Yeah. They're huge. And um, beyond that, there's the actual, there's a giant sea there's spider. There's a giant squid. Well, there's a, there's a, there's a bunch of different type of um, giant squids. There's the magnapina, which is, um, it's a, it's a squid that looks basically like almost it. like a lantern. Like it has like a head and then it has like these long arms that can extend oh, I, I know what like you're up about. to 38 feet. I'll probably put up pictures on Instagram so you and, guys can see what we're talking um, about. Yeah. Some of these like there's a bunch of different squids. There's something called the seven uh, arm octopus Yeah, that lives super deep down. And um, also like there's... There's a completely bioluminescent octopus that lives pretty deep down. Like, it's completely bioluminescent. You can see almost completely through it. And you can see all the different layers, which I'll talk about later because I want to get super into. Yeah, and some of the other giant things that are down there, there's giant isopods. There's a big-ass fucking red jellyfish down there. And then there's, like, giant oarfish. So there's just... Massive, massive fucking things down there that we have discovered well, and they're exactly. actually on record. And we actually have like different cases of us capturing like colossal squids and yeah. having actual specimen, but we've never captured like a live like uh, specimen enough to study it. Like, and it just goes to show these are only like we named what nine, ten specimen down there. They haven't gone down enough to explore what's down there. Yeah, once again, we only know 9% of all creatures that live in our own ocean. We talked a little bit about it before this podcast, but we, I, and I was saying, and, and you were agreeing, that the fact that we know more about our solar system and other planets that are millions of miles away from us based off of just uh, images, um, and we know more about the moon, all planets that aren't even ours than we do about our own oceans. That's We've what's so wild. We've explored... More of our own galaxy than we have our own oceans. So the colossal- the, th the question is though, like, how would we even ever do that? And the problem is, I don't even know if we'd ever have the technology to be able to go down far enough. I I think which, we can. Which is interesting, right? Because there are species of animals that can survive these extreme conditions that are very similar to, like, the most extreme conditions in space. 
Like, so it's very interesting, like... The differences between... The differences... Sea and space. Between sea and space, but also the similarity. Yeah. I mean, th- that's what I'm saying. Either either you go up or down, you're still experiencing some type of high pressure. Exactly. And, um, I don't understand how we can go up to even the moon, let alone go to Mars, and, like, our technology can withstand that, but we can't withstand going deep down into you know, our, our deepest parts of the, the ocean. Yeah. It's just so much pressure. You know, I, I feel like yeah. they can, if they really did focus on, um, exploring more of, of the ocean and. Well, also I feel like the different metals and the different like things that we have, like we know they can withstand different pressure. Like what if like, no offense to all these bitches who have like fucking <laughs> 20 carat rings out there. Like what if we made, a submarine out of diamond. Mm, maybe. Like, it can't be crushed. It's one of, like, the most high-pressure, like, things we out there. Like, it's just a stone. It's just a metal like any other, yeah. like, stone we, or metal. We, like We put value onto diamonds. Exactly, diamonds are worthless. But, exactly. They are worthless. But what if it would, what if it was something that would let us, like, explore, explore. our own ocean or something like that. We're going to send a fucking disco ball down to the <laughs> fucking bottom of the ocean. <laughs> no offense, but then, like, it would be kind of cool because then you could probably see through it too, right? Well, no, that's fucking scary. Depending <laughs> on the clarity. No, uh, there's actually a, a video game I was looking up, and I think it almost, it, it's really interesting because it kind of provides almost like a warning, I think, for anybody who would ever kind of go down and explore, like, that far in the ocean. It's actually a horror game that came out last year called Iron Lung. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. But that ba- sounds familiar. But basically what it, what the game is is you basically control this small-ass submarine, and you go down. Um, it, it's set, like, on, I think, like, another planet where there's, like, um, this uh, big sea Markiplier played this game, um, and basically the submarine you you, you have no viewing ports um, and you can't exit it, so you basically have to use a map and uh, the submarine's camera navigates the game map. Oh my god! Um, and the player has to use the submarine to capture photographs of the outside and which reveal surroundings and the details of the area that they're in. And I think that because I'm pretty sure at the end of the game you just end up landing somewhere and you can't go back up, and then you just basically that's the game over as if like you're basically gone and, and dead and passed away. And and I think that's almost in a way like a warning of, Hey, you know, we should be careful how far we really do go because, you know, people might not come back if they explore too much. Exactly. I think, and that does go back to the NASA thing is like, why did they stop? Like they were fully like NASA started as exploring our own. Yeah. That's why they were, that's why NASA became NASA because they were, exploring our oceans they wanted some type of agency yeah to be like in charge most of, of what that. they were doing was creating submarines they were trying they were like just going deeper and deeper and doing stuff like that and then all of a sudden like nasa just stopped and completely did a 180 and said no we're just gonna focus on space. only space now like we're not even gonna really focus on our oceans we're not gonna put any money into that we're not gonna do that at all and then you have independent people like James Cameron building deep sea fucking submarines to go explore like the Titanic, which granted isn't, you know, super deep. And then we have like deep sea cameras that have gone like kind of far down in the Mariana Trench, but we 
Still haven't reached the bottom. I would not want to be in charge of reviewing any of those fucking pictures. Can you imagine fucking seeing one of the pictures and you see a giant fucking eyeball in one of those things? Like, hell no. It'd be chilling. Like, well, you yeah, wouldn't no, go to sleep. Th- yeah. There was a couple instances of that. That's why we have, like, we that, those were some of our first pictures of the colossal squid was just a fucking it eye. flying by and it just a, a pink, like, and background a with a yeah. giant eyeball that was, like, the size of, do it. you know. A huge ship. We we need to get fucking Elon Musk or somebody to fucking uh, help us fucking explore shit like that. <laughs> Do the oceans? Yeah, like honestly, he should have not bought Twitter and just explore the fucking ocean. Yeah, like he's over there doing SpaceX and shit, or is that like what is his face? Yeah, no, he's doing SpaceX. Yeah, okay. I I can't remember who's who. Jeff Bezos and fucking Elon Musk and all the rich guys. Like I'm just so sick of all of them. Yeah, but I mean. You. At least Elon is like doing something. Yeah, but fuck I'm, Zuck, fuck Zuck. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, definitely. He's my number one. Like D- dude I've can't said, even fucking keep people on Instagram. We fucking silencing them and taking away accounts no, and posting shit. No, dude, honestly, I've said since the beginning. Like, if I could go back and assassinate any person in history, <laughs> like fuck Hitler. I'm going after Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> like he's my number one, top of my list. What do you mean, bro? He's a reptilian. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I'd probably still have to go Hitler. You know, <laughs> no, because like even though I fucking hate Hitler, and he did all the bad shit, like we still wouldn't have scientific advancements that we do have today. So I like I can't go back and change history. This is but true. We what has would, fucking Mark Zuckerberg done for we, society? We probably, Absolutely nothing. We also probably wouldn't have nuclear bombs. And, yeah. Which is perfect because well, no, I was we just still about to talk about. Because we were in an arms race. Which was, honestly, which was what I was going to bring up. The arms race still would have happened. <laughs> Hold on. Relax. Um, <laughs> the thing is, uh, with the nuclear bombs, because I was going to bring it up. Thank you guys for segueing so good. Um, honestly, I feel like that's kind of a theory for why we have what we have under the oceans because you know how we used to test our nuclear weapons in the ocean yeah and a lot of radiation went down into our fucking water because i mean where's it gonna go what's gonna happen to it it's not just gonna fucking evaporate out of the fucking water it's gotta go somewhere so if it did land and it landed under on the fucking seafloor it could cause for fucking mutation you know that's why we get some of these um Giant creatures? Giant creatures and theories of like, oh, well, we have like such big animals and they just mutated. It's kind of like, I know a lot of cartoons bring it up when you flush a fucking goldfish down your toilet and it's not really dead. And it just like, I can't remember what fucking cartoon it was. It might have been like Fairly Odd Parents. Uh, They flushed a uh, fucking... (laughs) a goldfish down the toilet and they ended up finding it like years later and it was this like gigantic fish in in a lake kind of like lake placid mm-hmm. and it was like just terrorizing people well a goldfish can get as big as its environment yeah so. which is a little bit scary too because i mean it goes from like a little puny fucking thing yeah you can have a tiny little goldfish and you're going to have a giant goldfish yeah so um, i'm looking at the nuclear test so quarter were exploded in the atmosphere um all I've seen so far is doesn't oh, uh, or in a few cases underwater. So I guess the twenty five percent includes the atmosphere and an underwater. Well, one of the biggest cases of I guess um, underwater radiation that we actually know of was all of the um, radiation testing in uh, Bikini Atoll, and it's funny because 
that's where one of the biggest um, cartoon theories comes from is like the SpongeBob theory of like Bikini yep. Bottom, like all those fish, like SpongeBob and, and like around. everything else. Like, yeah, they're talking, they're walking around they're but it's because they're literally from mute, like they're from radiation. Like, mutant Yeah, they're fish. little mutant fish from radiation from all of, that little island in the very beginning of the the yeah which was said to be an actual like big island but because they we nuked it so much it just became this little almost oasis type of thing with one palm tree mm -hmm. and, and and i know that uh that actually kind of gets into something i know you wanted to also talk about which was you know are there actually s cities that are even underwater that we don't know about because you know we have never explored it and that's a crazy thing too is you know the fact that there could be it, it uh, even more advanced fucking civilization out there that we don't even know about because we've ne we we don't don't know what's actually out there yeah and again like we don't really explore much of our um our seas as much but the things that they have found they've found underwater pyramids off the coast of, of japan they've found uh ruins out in india they have other fucking ruins up in norway and denmark and it's like there's there's so much there's so much we don't know and i was listening to to um i think it was a I think it was a podcast. They were talking about how um, they found this this city that was abandoned, but it was underwater. And in a specific area that they were looking at, they found kind of like merchandise and they found like jewelry. And like they said to said that it was kind of like kind of like a um, uh, like a farmer's market type of thing where people would come and bargain and just sell items and it's like the the tools that they found were very they were they weren't complex but they, they were more civilized yeah they were more civilized they're more they're more advanced than what we had even today and it, it's very interesting to think that we are like in such a uh i don't know futuristic modern type of world but in reality like if you really look at like everything that they found back then it's like a lot of the tools and everything that represents what people used to live and um, use as tools, it's it's very it's very advanced. And it's like, where did all that go? Where did any of the, where are any fucking blueprints of these things? How did they create what we think is Atlantis? Because I know Atlantis is a big fucking lost city that people like to talk about. And it's still controversial. A lot of people think that either. Atlantis is more of a like a symbol, like a yeah, um, like a utopia. Like a, it's like an analogy, I guess. Okay. Like they they think of it more of as an analogy and a symbol. Yeah. Like, but then there's a lot of people that take um, Atlantis more literal and mm -hmm. are like, no, that was exactly when Plato said that there was an advanced city that. 6,000 years before him sunk into the sea, he meant exactly what he said, you know? And, and I wonder, like, how Plato even, like, came up with that, too. That's Exactly. Like, that's kind well. of, like, yeah. a wild... I, I mean, even if it was an analogy, that's kind of a wild analogy. Oh, for sure. Well, yeah. You know? I mean, and to have said that, it's just kind of... It sunk in one day. Atlantis is said to have sunk in one day. 24 hours. It took 24 mm -hmm. hours for an entire city to just fall into the ocean and 
disappear. And it's funny you bring up uh, Plato saying that because I think a lot of people, when they just think of a picture of what Atlantis would look like, they would think of like Athens or like the Acropolis or something like Mm -hmm. that underneath the water almost in a way. Yeah. We still haven't discovered it. It's still something of an idea out there. They don't really know where it could be. A lot of people speculate it could be off the coast of Mexico. A lot of people could speculate it could be off of our Gulf of Mexico. So it's just... Or, or um, there's some people who... It's up in the up, up, European yeah, Gulf Sea. Like, yeah, yeah, You know, where I mean. um, Italy, Greece, and them were. They believe that it could be up there. Or it could be down, you know, off the Gulf of either... Mexico, Puerto Rico, like one of those countries, or another, like a theory is it's all the way down in the Antarctic Sea. But even even if we were to find the city, I feel like we'd learn a lot more. And I don't know, I just feel like we've lost a lot of innovation nowadays, you know. And I don't know if it's just because we're we're lost in the the idea of being futuristic or what, or if we're just lost in the idea of capitalism that we've lost sight of we are no longer advancing and i feel like we are coming to like like a like a stump almost where we need to pick up that innovative type of thinking again and really start to advance because looking back at everything again they were fucking way smarter than we just were you know every every invention that they find all these tools everything they find it just shows how their the level of intellect that they had but we also don't know the um like how the structures of these societies worked like these societies could have worked as like community based societies where they were like more like communist based structured where everyone kind of worked together to help out, like, everybody. They weren't divided. Or it could have been, like, more dictator, like, kind of thing where there was a king or a monarch or a dictator, and they kind of ruled over everything and everybody kind of just did what they said because that was the way things were. Like, it's just hard to say without finding these actual... Places. Like places mm-hmm. to figure out how their societies also worked. Yeah. Like it would be so interesting to actually find out, even if we did find out, um, like where like these places were and mm-hmm. we could actually study like certain things about them and we could figure out like their societies, their tools. Like mm-hmm. the way they just generally ran, yeah, everything and learn more about like everything, like even like we don't know if also their societies lived on down w- under the sea. You know what I mean? Like once they sank, like do we know like that they're gone and like just not inhabited anymore? Yeah, or do we think that maybe like sea creatures or dare I say mermaids, mermaids, would inhabit these deep underwater, like, cities now that they're not inhabited by humans anymore. Yeah. Or I, maybe that is the link well, between. The, well, the funny thing is, I mean, like, if you look at your hand, it's it's webbed, you know? And we, we're like, well, why do we have webbed fingers and and... It's- well, especially in the womb. Once you're in the womb, your fingers are webbed, and you actually start to lose that through 
gestational. Yeah. Like, and that is an adaptation that we have probably learned now that we're more invertebrates, mammals that, you know, are not sea dwellers. Well, and it has to be somewhere in our evolution line because, I mean, to have this and, like, you know, I feel like a lot of people are very fascinated and attracted to water itself. I mean, Me. fuck. <laughs> I mean, fuck. We're we're what ninety percent, seventy percent water, something like that. I Our think bodies it's made out of seventy eight percent water. Seventy eight percent water. So it's like, why the fuck not? Why? How? If you really think about it, some of us can have evolved to become land creatures, and some of them, some of us could have evolved and just stayed underwater. And are probably living down there and living out our lives down there. I think uh, one thing too about the oceans is, is, uh, is whether it be just viewing them from the from the plain surface or just knowing that there's different depths of them. To me, I think it just completely makes the flat Earth argument look so fucking stupid to me because there's so many different like you know depths of the ocean. And if it was a flat Earth, you would think that everything would just be the exact same. And also, like, why is it that you can't see? land past a certain point if you're looking out at the ocean you see the fucking sunset and stuff like that you would think you'd be able to see all the way out to another fucking area of land if the earth was truly flat Mm. you know what i mean yeah no definitely we do want to visit flat earth it's up on my it's up on my (laughs) schedule of of things to talk about you got a lot of things man it's there's a lot that we need it a lot of them connect so yeah i'm excited to talk about that um, before we get to Kayla's topic, because I know she's been dying to talk about this, um, I, I'm going to incorporate uh, two sound clips onto here, which are, I don't know if anybody's heard of them. It's called The Bloop, which I can show you guys in a second, like what it is. I can let you guys listen to it. Um, the Bloop was basically, going back to uh, gigantism, um, It's people say and speculate that it was just an iceberg falling into the water and one of the sonars that the um whoever's looking out after our oceans and studying them uh i forgot what it's called it's called like the n n a o o or something like that um they captured a sound and it literally just sounds like like it's listening it's quiet and then it just goes and but it's Louder than almost any sound registered. It's louder than any blue whale. It's louder than any ocean. It's louder creature. than any sound we have captivated of the ocean as of yet. And I'll let you listen to it if you'd like, Aaron. And you can tell me what you think about this. Um, it's like within the first like six seconds of this. But um I'll definitely post a clip on here, like now or something. The other sound that like um is uh that they've heard is it's like this weird eerie like whistling oh my bad so um, let me see oh you can hear it i don't know if you heard that you can hella hear oh yeah yeah put it up to the mic you can actually hella hear it it sounds like bubbles in in when you're taking a bath So they don't know what exactly that bloop is or where it is that, that it came from. So it, it it adds a little bit of eeriness as to... It sounds so quiet, but in reality, it's literally one of the loudest sounds that they've ever recorded in the ocean. And I, one of the explanations that they have 
for it is the melting of the polar ice caps. And so when there's a polar ice quake in, like, Antarctica, they say that it has the same sound. But it's like this has also never been recorded again. Yeah. So, and the the ice caps are always, or the icebergs are always falling every fucking, every other day or every other fucking whatever it is. Um, the the actual uh, agency that captured it is called the NOAA. So I I gotta say, um, you know, one other thing I was just thinking of in regards to just uh, you know how deep the ocean is too is you know we've seen a lot of uh, you know planes that have gone missing in areas of the world, especially I think over in like Indonesia or over in like you know Australia around that part of the world or whatever that have just completely gone missing and off uh, off of the the flight paths and then we've never been able to find them and that just makes you wonder you know if they crashed in the ocean they're never able to have been found how fucking deep did those fucking wrecks go as well you know well that's one of the the reasons why people have such a like the big theory of the bermuda triangle Mm -hmm. because there's so many like ships and planes and stuff that have gone down and like gone missing from there but also what is right there in the bermuda triangle that a lot of people haven't accounted for is the Puerto Rican trench, and it is a really deep trench off the coast of Puerto Rico, right there inside the Bermuda Triangle. And if these ships had gone down anywhere in that area, they would be at the bottom of this trench that no one has actually been to the bottom of yet. Mm -hmm. And, um... The thing about the Bermuda Triangle is, too, is that a lot of ships went missing, and there's actually one one ship in particular. Um, I can't remember what it's called right off the top of my head, but um, some people had they saw it, and it was it was a ship. It was just floating along the the fucking ocean, and it it still had food. It still had oh the Mary Celeste. Every, was it, no, it was something else. It was something Arctic. Um, wow. I can't remember, mm-hmm. but uh, the Mary Celeste is another one that that also same another thing. Weird ghost ship. It had it had food still, uh, booze. It had everything like still intact and perfectly like fine. And out of nowhere, they can no longer find it. It went off the radar, and it just hasn't been seen since. And they've only had like two accounts of it officially, like on somewhere in their books so and i know that the, obviously that part of the uh the ocean um of any oceans is where there's typically the most violent weather too and a lot of that i think is because of how like warm it is in that area of the ocean yeah. that's obviously where you get a lot of the hurricanes and stuff and you know that blow you know the small island nations like puerto rico or haiti or you know come to the united states and hit those southern states like louisiana alabama texas or uh yeah texas to small extent florida and all that. Yeah, and um, another thing that could possibly be an explanation is uh, some kind of gas bubble that's released from under the water. Um, it makes its way up to the sea surface and creates a typhoon, and these ships get sucked into it and just mm-hmm. disappear. So that's another thing, but just a lot of fucking weird shit going on out there. Maybe we can get into that in a whole different fucking episode because I know there's so much on the Bermuda Triangle as well. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I know Kayla has a lot of information on okay. her octopi, octopus. Okay. Well, I wanted to go over this because it does tie into a lot of the theories about um, basically mermaids and underwater sea creatures. Right. Like it ties all back into that. So basically we have one creature under our waters right now that is basically so foreign that if you described it to like somebody and you just literally didn't say what it was and you just described it, they would literally think you were talking about an alien. But we're talking about something in our own oceans and that today is octopus. Do, do you have any interest in in octopus? Well, Aaron? or octopi. I don't or know octopi. what the the proper I mean, yeah. word. I'm definitely interested and all I'm going to say is I hope I don't get super freaked out because I did eat a lot of calamari steak last night at Korean barbecue. <laughs> so, I hope I don't get super freaked out. But yeah. It's funny cuz I have I love calamari Aaron's and I love be different. Man. Yeah, no, I love different stuff <laughs> like that. Like, so, hopefully I'm, I don't I, get cursed. I'm changing my uh I'm changing what kind of cooking I'm getting next. <laughs> No, it's still good though. I love that shit. No, these are very interesting. I'm a very creatures. big seafood person. They, I, I, I don't eat octopus. I, I don't think I've ever had. I have. I mean, I've eaten seafood. actual. I feel so bad now because <laughs> I've actually gone to um, uh, Chinese buffet or whatever, and they had baby octopus pie or whatever. Octopuses. And then I ate them. And then I eat I eat calamari all the time. I actually love calamari, which is so messed up. But the I weirdest love it. thing I've ever had is, is at another Korean barbecue place. They had spicy baby squid, and so they actually have the tentacles, but they have the head too. And it's oh. so the consistency is just so weird. It feels like you're chewing gum. It's yeah. just so weird. I don't think I could do. It's kind of like an oyster consistency or like more? I don't a little bit like that's kind of a little bit slimy. I can't do it. I couldn't do it after yeah. having one you of them. You know how some people dissect frogs and like other things? Mm-hmm. Um, in fourth or fifth grade, we dissected a squid as like a class. The fuck were you going to school at? Fucking marine biologist. I wasn't. But um, anyways, so we dissected a squid. As a class, like we was one squid, like we weren't like dissecting a bunch of squids. Like it was one squid and we all came up and did like a little cut or whatever. But like my, my main cut was to cut out the beak and which was so weird, but it was crazy interesting. Kind of like a pincher almost, isn't it? Yeah, it was so interesting. But now I'd. I don't think I could eat squid now. <laughs> it's funny because I, I could eat, like, mm. calamari and I could eat, um, like, octopus, but I don't think I could just eat, like, a full squid like uh-huh. that. I think it would just give me flashbacks. <laughs> um, PTSD. Yeah. But, no, these creatures are probably one of the most interesting things we have in our ocean because, well, I want to bring it all back. You to, want to tie it all together. Yeah, I want to bring it all back to the um, the deep sea gigantism, the unknown alien, I mean the unknown sea creatures. Uh-huh. <laughs> Excuse me. But, yeah, no, I want to, like, touch on that a little bit because these are basically creatures that are in our own oceans that 
are almost the closest things we have to a different planet. Kind of alien-like is what, like extraterrestrial is what you're trying to say? Yes. And it all even goes back to the early, like, well, I don't know if it's early. It was actually a new theory, um, relatively, by Edward Steele Mm -hmm. and a bunch of other scientists from... um, I think it's the University of Australia. So you're trying to get get into the origin of, like, where they came from or how octopi came to be? there's two different theories. There's the theory of evolution. Right. Where we have the theory that we all came from one microorganism, and then it evolved And then our earliest ancestors between us and these octopi or um, cephalopods are basically flatworms back about 600 to 750 million years ago. These flatworms just glided along the ocean like did nothing. They just absorbed other microorganisms that were around at the time, which was basically nothing. Okay. And then eventually, about 320 million years ago, invertebrate, I mean, uh, vertebrates mm-hmm. came out of the ocean, mm-hmm. which came to the rise of birds, amphibians, reptiles, fish, like, and mammals as we know it. Yeah, it just started so, the whole evolution of yeah, land so, creatures. Exactly. Vertebrates, like, basically came to land. They had a skeleton. They had four mm-hmm. legs. and Evolution, evolution, yeah, evolution. Right? Evolution just did its thing. And eventually everything became everything. Mm-hmm. This is way before the dinosaurs even got here. Vertebrates just rose out of the ocean and became, like, the rise of everything as we know it. Well... Before that even happened, about 530 to about 550 million years ago, cephalopods were created from these flatworms, and they created their entire own branch of, like... Species? Species. Okay. And then, about 120 million years ago, because the early versions of these cephalopods looked like basic squids... With a shell. Mm-hmm. And they walked along the seafloor. Oh, kind of like know? Squidward. Yeah, it was weird. But then about like 20 million years ago, about 150 million years ago, these cephalopods lost their shell and they became octopi, cuttlefish, and Squid. squids mm-hmm. as we know them today. And basically... In a very short span of, like, not, like, even a hundred years, these cephalopods became super, super intelligent. Well, they have about, like, what, like, nine brains in total, something like that? Like, they have a bunch of... octopi specifically have one main brain. Right. And then they have one brain in each of their limbs. So they have... Eight separate brains in each of their, like, arms. Mm-hmm. And they can um, delegate 
like power to those arms. So say they were opening a like jar. Mm-hmm. They could use their main brain to say, okay, arm number five, open this jar. I don't care how you do it. Just <laughs> figure it out. And then th- when it's done, they it sends the receptors to the main brain. Basically, the job is done, and we move on. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting how smart they actually become. Mm-hmm. Plus, they can see basically like cameras out of their eyes, even though they only see black and white. Okay. But they also can camouflage themselves while they move along the seafloor. And how they do that is they can see through their skin. They actually have neurons, like millions of, like, or thousands of neurons in each of their arms that send signals to their brain in that arm. Well, it's and crazy to think about because they, like, they see with their eyes, right? Because they have to see predator, prey, you know? Mm-hmm. So while their eyes are doing that, the rest of their body is kind of like, kind of like a blind man. They're feeling the environment around them and, like, kind of um, mapping out with their, their arms and legs. And, like, it, it's doing so much at a time where it's camouflaging. And the the amount of times it... it, it one scientist did its research and it did... Um, it recorded the amount of times it camouflaged within one hour. Dude, this thing did about, like, 177 camouflages just within the hour, which is crazy to really think about because a chameleon itself takes about 20 seconds to camouflage. So this thing's just rapid, rapid going. It's faster than than you can blink. That's the thing. It, it only did it 177 times an hour, but it was also moving along, like, a relatively, like, same like background this it has if it could be recorded like every second it actually can literally change its entire um skin skin it's made out of and its entire camouflage in the blink of an eye so the faster than the fastest blink they can actually camouflage in under 200 milliseconds. Yep. And that's crazy to think that you, you, you think you're looking at a piece of, like, coral. But, in fact, it can just be a squid because it's, it can go from being smooth to, like, having ridges and, like, just really adapting to whatever it, it, it's surrounding itself with. Not only that, I mean, it can change color and it has it, – it technically only has three colors, which is black, yellow, and red, I believe. Okay. This is the crazy thing about – an octopus, though, it has four layers of skin. And the top layer of skin can actually move pigment around. Like, um, you know how, like, humans have freckles? Like, this, um, the octopi can actually move pigment around, like, freckles. And, like, actually, like, contract and, like, expand their muscles of pigment. And they can change their pigment from black, yellow, and red. And you'd think, okay, well, a lot of octopi can, like, change other colors than that. Like, why do we see 
like blue, green, like white, other things like that. Well, that's because on their second layer of skin, they actually have a thing called um, iridophores. And those have like basically little mirrors in them, but they only reflect green and blue light. So they basically like refract green and blue light. And if you think about it, like all of the green and blue in the ocean, like they get to reflect all of that back as pigment. And then below that surface, they actually have a thing um, called, uh, I think it's called leucophores. And that actually creates white light, which basically like reflects all white light and other light back at it. So these can actually look like bioluminescent, like they're lit up when shined a light on. And especially by like submarines and stuff like that. And then below that layer is the actual layer of skin that can actually contract and change texture. So it can literally make them like look like rocks and coral. Like and actually change the texture of their skin from like super smooth and like a bubble to actually super rigid yeah. and actually like coral like yeah and and the thing about this the the the, the octopus I, I wasn't as fucking interested but um when you started like showing me more and more videos on it like it's very it's very weird because it can actually it can squeeze into anything that's just slightly larger than its eye and its whole body can just fit through it so that's why, like, sometimes you see the videos of them, like, escaping out of fucking uh, aqua tanks and escape. They can escape out of jars and they can escape out of, like, it, it's very weird how, Well, like, they can actually open a jar from the, inside. from the inside because of their strength and because of how they can work out how to turn a jar f with their suction from the inside. Yeah, it's very interesting, like, just the, the, the amount of things it can do. And just kind of like how, in a way, I guess you can think about the the, the octopi to be um, the the dog of the of the the sea of our oceans, you know. Um, well, because they actually like to play too. There's actually documented cases of of octopi. Like they like to play games. They like to disguise themselves of uh, as other animals. Like including like literally, there's octopi like pretending to be. Um, stingrays and just um, jellyfish and stuff like that, just to play with people. I was gonna say the the way she said how they like to play with people and how you were saying like they be in jars. I was thinking take your pet to work to to school day or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> take your pet to work. Not an octopus because it will escape. Like they are way too smart. Like especially like to take to school. Like they will outsmart all those kids. You know, um, I did hear of a theory that um. The reason I said it, it, it would be the um, the dog of our oceans is because a lot of people speculate that because, like, mermaids tying everything back together, uh, people speculate that mermaids are alien-like creatures, and mm -hmm. they think that they might have come from, an, you know, from a different planet, and they, they brought along the squid because they're, they're very dog-like, and they like to play, and they like to just be... I guess very interactive with them. So, I mean. Okay. Well, exactly. Tying that back, we have two actual um, big ocean um, 
uh, I guess, big ocean, like, entities in our own galaxy. And that would probably be, like, Saturn's moon. It doesn't... Okay, I could be wrong, but, um, like, the eye of Jupiter is... I forgot. Is there's another like that? Like there's a giant storm. It is. And, and I don't know if, if there's like water in it or whatnot. Well, but yeah. no. But bringing it back to Jupiter, there, the other one, Saturn's moon. I can't remember what it's called right now. But um, there's um, Jup- one of Jupiter's moon, which is the main theory of where that these octopus could come from, is where like Jupiter has a moon called Europa, and it's mainly water like it's mainly frozen water and so a lot of people think including this edward steel guy this is the main theory of this edward steel guy is that a comet flew into the side of jupiter's moon europa and hit a chunk of it and basically a chunk of that moon like the bacteria and the specimens in on that like um moon attached itself to that comet and then that comet flew into our ocean and some of the basically some of that dna and some of that um specimens basically inhabited our own oceans and that um, basically mated with some of the cephalopods and created what cephalopods we know now and basically made them as intelligent as they are. Because a, a lot of people, a lot of scientists, like including this Edward Steele guy, believe that you can't have this intelligence just evolutionize that fast like that quickly out of nowhere like it has to be some foreign thing and there's a whole panspermia like theory which is actually like way more based in like science and stuff like that which basically says that all matter has like organic life on it so space dust comets Like, other planets, like, they all have what, like, some sort of organic matter, whether it's bacteria, whether it's, like, something that will literally turn into something eventually. Because we did. We turned into something from nothing. Allegedly. Well, yeah. If you believe in evolution. (laughs) Speculated. Speculation. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we're coming down to our last minute here. Um, is there anything guys would like to add here? Is that- I just think it's a, it is a really interesting topic, and I do think that like, you know, I I think the the big thing is it should be it, that that's one of the big reasons we should advocate for more funding to go into um you know, uh, research scientific research and uh, you know because you know the thing is. We might not have the capabilities, potentially. We might not even have the capabilities of going and exploring even more. I think that, you know, uh, well, I, I have issues of, you know, how far we take it when it comes to space. I think if it's something on our own planet, I think as long as it's done in a safe way to where it doesn't harm any life, 
whether that be in our own lives or sea life, I think that we should try to explore and we should try to understand the world we live in even more. So I think that, you know, it's worth it, the price of investment to put in and try to, you know, have people, regardless if it's a government agency or even a private project, to try to go out and explore more and understand what is truly in our ocean. Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree. I want definitely more funding for our oceans. I think before we, I mean, I granted like we have a lot more important things like the the homelessness and everything else like that needs to be a, a directly addressed. But eventually, like if we're putting money into space travel and if we're putting money into nonchalant things, then definitely our oceans should be on that list. Yeah. Like, and it should be a priority. Yeah. Well, um, I know we can do a whole another episode on this. Uh, yeah, no. I mean, it, if y'all <laughs> like this episode, like it, and maybe we'll do Oceans Part 2. Yeah, because we, we didn't even touch on the Megalodon, which I don't know. Did you ever watch that movie, The Meg? I'm not the biggest fan of some shark movies. I, like, okay, Jaws is really good. Obviously, that's original. I've seen 47 Meters Down. Fucking dog shit. That and movie's horrible. It was really bad. Um, I've not seen I The Meg. Really I, I, I don't think really I've seen bad. The Meg because I think after I watched 47 Meters Down, I was just tur- so turned off to shark Get movies. Get on me too for a minute. Yeah. I just stopped. Yeah, it was just it was like, but, it was like a, the biggest one of a movie I've ever seen in my life. It was just like, yeah. Sharknado was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I've heard, I don't know. I feel like I need to watch it because, like, I've heard people that say that it's funny, so it makes it watchable. And I've heard some people say it's just complete fucking, fucking dog, dog shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, Eric's just being funny. I remember when I was a kid and I was fucking watching Friday Night Smackdown on Sci Fi. When I was watching Smackdown on Sci Fi, and right after Smackdown, they would have fucking, um, uh, kind of, what was it? Um, uh, Merlin was fucking stupid show followed right up by Sharknado. Half hey, the time. I liked Merlin okay. back in the day. I, I, that was actually a good sci-fi show. I got the intro to that show down because I watched the intro to the show right after SmackDown all the time. I, oh God, oh my God, why do I remember this? It's so bad. But you didn't it, even watch it. No, because okay, I was done. I watched my wrestling show. I was done for the night. <laughs> why did the intro go? In a I land of you. myth and a time of magic. Bro. Something, something uh, uh, the, through the lens of a young man his name merlin something dude, like that dude i love so many of those weird sci-fi shows <laughs> like i that clip in dude, here dude, sci-fi man that they is, some crazy shit that is man. probably like my one nerd thing like my what i i guess it's like my one nerd go- guilty pressure uh, well i love comic books but also <laughs> i love like sci-fi like weird like nerd shows. Dude, go- ghost <laughs> like- hunters and ghost adventures some of those shows man i'll tell you what we should do an episode on we should do an episode of ghost sometimes bro extra we th- definitely like, are especially around next halloween i definitely want to do one but also i want to go ghost hunting again bro that'd be fun. hey someone brought yeah. up a good idea i'll run it by you because it sounded really interesting, and I would be down. I, we could definitely get another camera for this. I am so down to do this idea. Um, I'll, I'll run it by you, and you you let us know what you think. I think it's an amazing idea. So shout out to Alex for that. Thank you for the idea. It was fucking. I will fucking definitely go and do that. Um, but yeah, a lot to talk about. I know we're gonna talk about PizzaGate soon because the list is dropping. So eventually, eventually, we don't know when, but um, we're gonna get Big Bill on that list. Yeah, we we got some we got some definitely good episodes coming up. If anyone again wants to let us know, like drop some. I'll, know, I'll do a couple polls. 
and then you guys can let us know what you guys want to talk about or want to hear soon coming up here. Um, I do want to talk about some WWE stuff eventually. Ooh, okay. So I I will de- I will definitely have you for that episode. Oh, all right. It's funny I do so, know a little bit about that world. I know you used to watch WWE. Well, I mean, for different reasons, but uh, yeah. all I'm gonna say is when I do that. I'm going to drop some knowledge because I can name you every WrestleMania main event. I can name you every champion since like 2000, 2000. There you go. We have a, we have Aaron, the WWE expert here. So, all right, you guys, well, we're heading out. We're logging off for tonight. Thank you guys again for joining us. Um, Follow us on Instagram, Reddit. Let's be blunt. No filter. Uh, I think that's all we have for now. I'm trying to get on Apple Podcasts, so I'll we'll start a Facebook. I have soon. to figure that out. We're doing a Facebook, um, Twitter. We got to start a fucking Twitter. We got to start everything. X. TikTok, X. Sorry, not Twitter anymore. It's X. Elon, why the fuck did you change it to X? <laughs> that's the best you could come up with. <laughs> Dry <sake>. motherfucker. <laughs> Aaron, do you want to drop any of your socials or anything? I mean, I think I've done it before, but yeah, I mean, just follow me, A2J15. Uh, my voice just absolutely <laughs> cracked to shit. Oh, my God. Um, but, uh, yeah, post, you know, sports stuff on there. I've been posting, obviously, a lot of Palestine stuff on there. Um, you know, the shit's getting more crazy. Inform yourself on uh, Israel-Palestine issue. Um, let's not go to World War III. Um Pressure your fucking representatives to fucking call for a ceasefire, please. Yeah, don't let them just have fucking sex in the House of Senate over there doing some questionable shit. So, anyways, thank you guys again. Kayla, did you want to plug anything? Good? I have nothing to plug. Nothing? I okay. don't. Kayla's not out there like I that. I don't associate Help with... control the pet population. Get your pet spayed and neutered. Yeah, get your, get your pet spayed and neutered. Also, I do have something to say. And I, I forgot to say it last time. Also, people... Around the holidays, be nice to your post people, okay? Y'all order like 50,000 packages, and then y'all are, you know, expecting these post people to carry your fucking 50-pound packages up to your door. Be nice. Leave some snacks. You know, do a card or something. Y'all, shout out to the post people. Be good to our service people. Love you, Damien. (laughs) Be good to our service people. Anyways, thank you guys again. All right, we'll see you soon. Later.